Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Art Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Zanetta, and thank you so much for tuning in. For those who have been following the podcast for a while, I just want to say how much I appreciate you all. We just reached 6,000 downloads, which is amazing. I can't even believe it. I am very, very honored and thankful that people have connected so deeply to this work and to these beautiful stories and artists who have been on here. Um, For those of you who are new, who are tuning in, this podcast is a combination of talking about different topics from a magical perspective around our art. So we get into all sorts of things from how we liberate our expression and creatively expand to talking about tarot, to talking about witchcraft. So it's just a really, really wonderful community of folks who are both listening and participating. And it's just really the best. (laughs) Um, Today's actual episode is a creativity tarot reading. So if you're unfamiliar with the tarot, I'll be sharing a little bit more about how that all works and the reading and how you can kind of work with the reading so you don't have to have any tarot experience really to enjoy what comes through. And as always, you know, use your intuition, center your own personal inner guidance. It's really powerful to trust yourself. And if something resonates, cool. If it doesn't, also cool. There's no pressure to make your guidance fit the messages that are coming through. So before I get into the reading, I want to share a little thank you to Asia who joined our Patreon community. Thank you. Thank you so much. This month on the Patreon, it's actually going to be a very, very chill month because I am doing a ton of remote recording and traveling and kind of going into spaces where I don't think I'll even have Wi-Fi. I'm not even sure what will be the situation. Other spots I'll be kind of like in between. So it's my birthday month. It's like (laughs) I decided I'd take the whole month and travel listen, record, be in ritual with the land and just see what might transpire from connecting 
to mystery, connecting to the great mystery of the universe. So this month will be a very chill month. There's still so much on the Patreon that is available. Meditations, replays of different spells, different videos on a ton of topics. If you want to learn how to meditate as a witch, there's a whole guided series on that that I walk you through over the course of a lunar cycle. So if you're joining and you want to start meditating, this is a really cool way to do it. I'm really proud of this series that I created. It's called Inner Compass and it's based off of my 28 years meditating. So it's my own version of how to start meditating silently and how to do that, especially from the perspective of being a magical practitioner and an energy worker. So if you want to join that, I will leave the link down below. I also have some videos up on YouTube on various topics that I feel like are so related to the podcast that um, I almost never share them. And I forget, honestly, because I have you know, the podcast and stuff going on. So (laughs) I easily forget, but if you want, I will also link the YouTube channel so you can check out some of the videos I've shared on these different topics, things about, you know, am I copying other artists work, how to deal with different kinds of insecurities and stuff like that. There's just a variety of videos on there. So I'll leave that in the link below And without further ado, let's get into the reading. So this lunar cycle is July 9th, that's the new moon, through August 7th. The next new moon is on August 8th. So that just gives you a sense of what's going on. So how I generally format these readings is that there will be a three-card spread which means three different questions and a card for each question. And we'll be using the tarot system. So 78 cards and all the cards have different meanings and kind of evoke different energies and archetypes. And it's a really wonderful tool to connect with, to get different perspectives and to open up possibility um, as we traverse our creative journeys, basically. The spread that I always use is the door, the lock, and the key, and the door represents our invitation for this lunar cycle for our creativity. What are we being invited into this lunar cycle um, around our art, around our creative process, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, even our mentality about our creativity and how we conceptualize ourselves as artists. So that's the first card. The second card is what are the challenges? What might be limiting or narrowing us from being able to walk through and access that invitation of the first card? So this can often be conceptualized as the challenge card. I think of it a lot of times as what is a disruptor to our creative flow rather than a challenge. Challenge always gives me this vibe of like I have to master something or I have to dominate in a way and that often doesn't feel like how the cards roll through for me. They're more like 
hey, here's something that's kind of creating some distortion. How can we, um, you know, clear the signal a little bit? (laughs) Nothing too like intense. And then the third card is almost the how it's called the key. It's basically like, what is the actionable step or reframe around, you know, our mindsets that we need to access and that we can access that will help us answer this invitation that will help us like step in to this other dimension of our creative work and our magic. And I often like will kind of interchange magic and creativity. And I know for some folks that might be a little wonky and a little confusing. So just to take that how you need to take that. But for me, they're often very intertwined and very connected. So I often see creativity as being very much imbued in every aspect of life. And it's why I generally don't like to read, okay, this is a career reading, or this is a love reading, or this is a this reading. And this is just a personal take as a tarot reader, but things are very, very intertwined. And um, what is liberating in one arena could be very helpful in another. And so you know, creativity is not relegated solely to the art that you make, though it can emphasize that for you, depending on how your creative connection kind of manifests. But I think it's really important to remember that creativity is everywhere all the time, just like magic is everywhere all the time. It's a quality of living and experiencing the world and uh, interacting with the world and the materials of the world. So use your own cosmology, utilize your own framework of how you conceptualize creativity for yourself. Don't feel like you have to solely use the language or um, the way that I'm conceptualizing things. That's also fluid. <laughs> There's also um, a creative invitation in there. <laughs> so without you know any further delay, let's get into these cards. The cards for this cycle are, wow, very connected to cancer, to cancer season. We have a new moon in cancer on July 9th. So the cards that came through were the Ten of Cups in reverse. That's the first card, the door. The second card is the Page of Cups. So that's the lock. And the third card is the Chariot. So that is our key. That's our action. So I pulled a fourth card. Um, to kind of give us a message to connect with throughout the lunar cycle that will kind of help us steer the ship a little bit, so to speak. Um, And that card is Magic is Real. And that's an oracle card from the Archetypes deck. So I'll be explaining that card in a little bit. But our invitation for this lunar cycle is the Ten of Cups. So we're on this beautiful balancing point of the past and the future. And I'm sure many of you are feeling this because it's a halfway point of the year, basically. It's that moment where we see a large part of 2021 has already happened. 
and yet there's still so much to go. And there's a feeling is coming through the Ten of Cups at this point, which is like, how do we move forward? How do we want to continue on our journey? And continuing on that journey with kind of everything that's happened is a lot right now. It's a lot for many of us, especially folks who I who identify as artists and work as artists. There's a lot of old stuff. And I don't want to say old as in like a long time ago. I'm actually more or less talking about like what's happened in the last year and a half. And then especially this last six months, we've had some really, really big changes. Many of us are some big, big changes around the way that things are done. And we've talked about this a few times on the podcast. This upheaval has just brought up so much. And I repetitively honor that because it is too easy to not honor that. (laughs) It's too easy to move forward, not holding the past. It's so easy to move forward and just try to brush aside things as though they have never happened. And living in our modern society, it's very easy to be pressured into that or to just fall into that pattern. But we're in cancer season, honeys. Like, this is a time where memory is a part of the initiation. (laughs) Memory is a part of the initiation. We don't go in without connecting to our past. We don't go in without knowing that all this past, present, future is a through thread. It's one whole consistent combination of energy that is constantly moving and flowing and it's not segmented. It's not separate. There's no real true delineation between the past and the future. And that's often what the tens sing to me. That's often what the tens will bring is this energy of like, we are all at once past, present, and future. But a big thing that's coming through this through thread of the Ten of Cups is that we're facing some deep questions, right? Do I do this? Do I do that? How am I supposed to be in this ever-shifting reality and gain traction, you know, in anything that I want to do? You know, it's very fluid. (laughs) And this is a very watery reading, actually, which for those of you who enjoy that are going to be celebrating and swimming through that with joy. And for those of you who might not, this could be bringing up some really delicious invitations to explore, right? Like our relationship to the reading itself also has a lot of potential for healing and growth, not just the messages inside the reading, but also the relationship that we have to experiencing the messages, to experiencing the reading and noticing where you sit 
in that circle of access if you are feeling very uncomfortable with what's coming through the reading it's always so helpful to just notice those things you don't have to change that you don't have to read into that but you can always like sit with it and see what comes up as a result of that awareness so that's a little tidbit that's coming through right now the ten of cups as an invitation for our creativity is reframing our navigation system a little bit <laughs> it's reframing our navigation so with this challenge card of the page of cups and with this invitation of the ten of cups in reverse we have a little bit of a dialogue happening here the desire is to have someone lead us to have clear information as to what to do next to have a path that is of clarity that is laid out before us and that desire is really coming through this page of cups at this time there's this desire to have a guide of sorts and the guide has often been based off of an ideal outcome and what is coming through this reading is that no one leads anyone if you were to be led it would always be astray if you were to outsource your navigation it would deliver you to a destination that is no longer you every moment you are writing this connection to this beautiful web of energy and information that is very real it's very informative and helps you understand who you are from moment to moment as a relational being that is ever evolving and ever shifting so this is important right because we have to understand our agency in this new and I don't want to say new actually I want to say this time this place that we're in we have to understand our agency and also address our fears that come with expansion in this way your failure will always lead you back to you your success will always lead you back to you essentially any choice that you make on this path that is your choice born of your connection your unique connection to this world will always lead you back to you so in this ten of cups we're getting this invitation to reframe both the outcomes that we desire and to let go of some patterns around the expectations around that and actually reframe this so that it's less about leading ourselves to an outcome of success that maybe our younger selves were taught was an ideal and more about leading ourselves back to ourselves which is a very different outcome indeed this is getting into some heavy stuff and we're 
in deep waters. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be much of a Cancerian if I didn't go there with you. <laughs> but tens often remind me of what's happened and what is what we're moving into. And we're talking a little bit about the memory of before you were taught what was important and what was not. We're having this beautiful interplay between 10, which is really numerologically one plus zero, which equals one. And then we also have this page of cups. So there is this beautiful play with time going on here. And what's coming through that is what do you remember before you were taught what was important and what was not? Remember our message for the month that we're reconnecting to over and over is magic is real. And in our creative coven group on Patreon, we've talked a lot about reclaiming our childhood wisdom. We've talked a lot about before we maybe went through a lot of formal training, before a lot of intense programming around what is good art, what is bad art. I almost never say this on the, on the podcast because it just never makes sense. But there are a lot of ideals that are imparted on us as we go through school, as we go through training, as we are raised and brought up by our families and our communities and within our cultures and traditions. There's so much that we inherit. And in this moment of the Ten of Cups reversed and the Page of Cups, I kind of wonder what was your experience of source, of creativity, and how creative energy and spirit moved through you before. Now, this isn't to say like you have to go back to your, you know, one-year-old self or something like that. It's not what I'm talking about here. We see glimpses of it. I'll give you a, a short example. When I was a child, probably around like seven, I would make these little altars I would find photos of people who had passed, um, photos of different artists or, you know, like musicians and different like people that I was kind of loosely interested in. And then I would have these little items that I felt were sacred. They were special. There was something about them that was cool. And I would place them underneath the photos. And no one ever taught me that. That was not something that... I uh, read about it wasn't ever something that I was brought up to do but I just instinctively knew this is something I wanted to do and I did it and it was magical and it was beautiful and it was real and as a witch now and as someone who shares their ritual practices with other folks publicly now I identify those things as well that was my earliest forms of ritual or of witchcraft. Those were some of my earliest ways that I connected with what was sacred to me. And so I want to invite you this lunar cycle to travel back in time to your childhood, 
travel back in time a little bit and see if you can access your magical inclinations, your magical moments. I don't mean that these have to be like things that were supernatural necessarily or extra. Doesn't mean you had to have had a psychic experience. It doesn't mean that like you had to have been practicing a ritual or, you know, um, working with your ancestors or anything that we might readily and easily identify as being a part of witchcraft or a part of magic or a part of energy work or astral work or whatever. No, I just want you to like notice what your tendencies were as a child. See if you can recall that and remember that from this perspective of being a magically inclined person as an adult, start noticing what were those things that were magical? What were they? (laughs) Did you talk to an imaginary friend? Did you talk to yourself a bunch? Did you talk to trees and hug trees? Did you make and create things with twigs in the dirt and using the different elements? Did you create symbols? What did you do? This is so, so key, right? Because like we're at this beautiful balancing moment. We're at this beautiful in-between moment in the middle of the year. And we've got that chariot. The chariot basically activating us, inviting us to move. But it can be hard to feel like we can move when so much of what's been happening feels really unsure. And then the way that we were navigating our creative endeavors and our creative journeys was from a place of linearity. So we're connecting back to ourselves in a way that is before we were taught what was the ideal, before we were taught what was important and what was not. Where dreaming was living and living was breathing and breathing was creating and it all flowed like water without segments, without delineation or separation. That the magic that moved through us and that we identified was just this through thread seen in our awareness, in our process, in our creation, in our expression. It's time to reclaim this, right? It's time to reclaim this through thread of magic and to do so in our actions. So that our actions become just as magical and informed and open and responsive as our dreams. There's a couple ways I mentioned earlier, recalling your younger self's innate magical tendencies, innate creative tendencies, using what you know about witchcraft, tarot, magic, whatever, ritual, ancestral work, using what you know now and looking back and noticing what magical tendencies you had back then, (laughs) noticing those things. And then also following the subtle signs of magic now, 
So here's where the chariot comes in, in in the third position, in that um, actionable step position. Following the subtle signs of magic that only you notice. Listen and honor what you hear. Do not worry about where it will lead, as it will always lead back to you. So we're getting into how we navigate the world, how we steer the ship, how we navigate our creative journeys. I know many of the people who listen on this podcast are already doing so much of this. You're already um, intuiting, you're already tapping into your psychic gifts, you're already feeling into the time and space as a creative collaboration. There's so much that I know many of you are already doing. And that is really, really part of that compass, right? It's part of the agency that we feel we have to move forward. A Ten of Cups in reverse for this reading is getting a lot into how we feel we can move forward. How we feel we can move forward. And if time does not stop... We need to access different approaches and different ways to navigate this journey. It can't all be about whether or not we met the expectations that we were taught as children or taught in our formative training. It can't all be about meeting those ideals. Those ideals lead to all sorts of things, but they often don't lead back to ourselves. And I think that is the fundamental pain that is experienced in the Page of Cups. Is the love and appreciation of the child and the child's wisdom and knowledge, heart knowledge, heart wisdom, and then so many paths leading away from that, leading us away from ourselves, to a point where success and outcome, no matter how much we've attained, will not lead back to a care and love of ourselves that is unconditional. And those subtle signs of magic that you experience in the world, they are an echo of what you find in yourself. So as tough as it is to not have a staircase to success, As tough as it is to trust yourself in this way, trust your unique connection to the universe and where it might lead you, that is where, quote unquote, success lies. That personal, unique ideal is ever shifting and evolving for you for each one of us. My ideal is not your ideal. My sense of wholeness will never be your sense of wholeness. We are all operating with a different set of, I want to say asks, I want to say desires, I want to say things that light us up, that make us passionate, and bring us joy and pleasure. We're each dealing with something so different that our approach and the way that we navigate and the way that we move through this journey has to sing and speak to who we are as individuals 
And that is very much connected to your magic. That is very much connected to how you experience what is sacred in this world. It tells you so much about where you'll step next. It tells you everything about what matters in each moment and how you will prioritize, how you will shift the balance, how you will find meaning and relevance from situation to situation. So there really is (laughs) no more sacred work than trusting and knowing yourself and especially coming back to the innate connection that you have to the universe, to your innate magical tendencies, listening to those tendencies, noticing those tendencies, following those tendencies. Following is a really, really big part of this. That chariot energy wants you to take action on behalf of what you notice, to help reframe through experience, not just on the theoretical level, not just on a practice mode. This is like we go out and we do things and we test and we experience and we explore. And that is how change happens. We become changed through the experiences, through the trying. So as much as this could be a journaling exercise, as much as this could be, you know, a lot of stuff that's done just kind of in your inner world, there is an outer world concept that is definitely rolling through this reading. It can be something like following your intuition in a moment. It could be making a choice that just feels more you. (laughs) It could feel more you. For many of us, there's a lot of practical things that come with this. They're very practical. I think the chariot brings a lot of practicality, actually, to how spirit and intuition move through us. Like, how we decide what to eat can be a sacred magical experience you know buying that bag of chips in that moment when you feel pressured not to (laughs) like for me like eating taking care of my body and I don't mean like in the um whitewashed wellness sense of things I mean like really listening to like what the heck I want to eat and when I want to eat it and addressing those issues those kinds of things are very magical and acts of reclamation as well very much so it's a big part of being able to stand in your own agency and power in the face of systemic oppression and to make decisions that lead back to you and who you are i'm not going to say these are the decisions you will make this cycle But don't downplay the practical either, because those things are also part of your intuition, part of your your inner knowing. So I hope that this reading gives you much to work with this lunar cycle. I hope that this cancer season treats you kindly and supports your expansion and evolution and connectivity on the deepest levels. I know that I'm really looking forward to this new moon in Cancer, and I feel very grateful to be able to share this reading with you all 
If you enjoyed the reading, if you find this work supporting you, helping you to access different ways of experiencing the world, please consider leaving a review, a written review on iTunes or other spaces, even, you know, commenting on Instagram, on posts and things like that. Really, really support this podcast and support other people reframing their creativity and their magic, helping them access something that they haven't been able to access before. So it's free. It 1000% helps and it also helps other people. It's kind of a win, 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 win. So thank you all so, so much for listening. If you want to check out the Patreon community and all the beautiful art, which resources on there, that will be linked down below as well as the YouTube channel for this podcast is also linked down below. Thank you all so much for listening and I wish you a beautiful lunar cycle. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people. 